Let's watch a full-length movie with Mike Spiegelman. Here on MutinyRadio.fm, where we stream live every Sunday at 2 p.m. Today is November 10th, 2019, and my name is Mike Spiegelman. November 4. No. Let's try this again. <laughs> Today is Sunday, November 10th. 2019. How do you do that? You just slam a time machine. It's great. I love it. Don't call attention. This is pre-recorded. I'm here uh, live in the studio, in the flesh, Carl. Right. And I'm in Georgia at a wedding. <laughs> That's where you're going to be. Well, we want to welcome you to the show. How do I explain? The, how do we explain the premise? Mm, mm. Right. Yes. What is? I mean, you hear "Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube," and you just don't know. You what think, does it mean? man, I should rip that idea off. Well, go ahead. I dare you. <laughs> You're not the first. We stole it first. Yeah. We, we, we came up with the idea to steal it first. Uh, but did. Enough bitter grapes. We are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. The idea is that these are movies we read about, never got to see until they got posted on YouTube. Some of them are so special that it's impossible to watch on your own. They're so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, not to change the subject, what movie are we watching today? Wait, aren't you going to do the L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-G-Blogspot.com and all that? Yes. We want you to subscribe uh, our podcast. So go to your podcast machine, simply type in L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's the name of our Twitter account. That's the name of our YouTube account. Uh, our Facebook is Let's Watch Full Length Movie on YouTube, and we're on Blogspot. Let's Watch Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. Not been uh, updated. Anyway, what can I tell you about that? So, uh, Carl, what is the movie we're going to watch today? Try, stop delaying okay. it. Let's watch this already. All right, we are going to watch Cars Life 2. C A R apostrophe S Life 2. Uh, and I recommend Night Owl. All right, let's three see. L's. Ooh. Okay, there's Night Owl, three L's. Cars Life 2, from DVD rip. Mm hmm. So many things wrong with that. <laughs> Full this... movie in parentheses Cars Life 2, apostrophe S, and hosted by Night Owl. No. Owl. Now, I got to say that I know this movie because it is a staple if you have premium cable. And you have like the multiple channels. They, they tend to fill out the day by airing, not a Bug's Life, not Cars Two, <laughs> a Cars Life Two. Right. Oh my God, that sounds so odious. 
Oh, boy. So you watched this, huh? Oh, yeah. And you took meticulous notes. <laughs> I took notes, all right. This movie is like the bottom of the pile. Like, I, 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 have, a, I have a movie in my mind, which will be our final movie. But this would be mm-hmm. our penultimate movie in my list of things. You know? Like, we're wrapping it up. We just don't give a shit. Let's watch A Car's Life 2. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we've watched Godfather. We've watched Terminator. We've, we've done... Yeah, we've the... watched some good movies, but not tonight. This ain't one of them. Oh, speaking of which, I accidentally hit the wrong button. Uh, as we chit-chat, I am getting ready to uh, get our countdown prepared. Should've done this before okay. I walked in. Wouldn't that be better? There's so many different yeah, movie well, choices on well, here. Well, oh, I did it again. I keep hitting futz. Let's watch. A- we don't want to watch futz. <laughs> futz is one of the movies that's on our YouTube channel. But we have. Yeah. We're gonna do the countdown. Normally we do this in person with Paul Brumbaugh, the uh, mm-hmm. uh, able body mouth breather before us, but he is the not here. King. So uh, I got a demo. So, so let's listen to the Countdown King's Paul's intro. And when he gives you the cue, go ahead. We want you to get Cars Life 2 ready. You have it Buffered paused. Up. Buffered up. Zero, 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 zero. And when Paul gives you the go-to, go to it. As soon as we're done buffering. All right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals, the countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, two one, go. go. All right. Thank you, Paul Brumbaugh. We are launched. Yes. Spark plug. It looks like a pile of poop on top of pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> on top of pancakes. Yeah. Where else would poop be? Oh, this looks uh, real. I thought this was an animated movie. This is real life. Wow. Here comes our hero, the not red lot, car. Not a lot of traffic today. Well, the interstate isn't coming through, you see. And that's going to be part of the uh, plot. The interstate's going to come through. No, we don't. Oh, no. Everyone speeds. No. She's going to learn sooner or later. These are cars talking, by the way. This is in like puppets. They're driving like four miles per hour. Yeah, because Dad wants to go the speed limit. Uh, so let's, uh, you've seen the movie Cars, maybe Cars 2, Cars 3. The logic between the, the world is, is baffling, right? Yeah, I'm sure like they have these uh, racing lots where the bleachers are can fit parked cars. Right. And one car has a... Of course, one famous car has a mattress tied to its top. For who? So I, I couldn't tell you, but... See, if there was no Cars movie, no Cars 2 movie, no Cars 3 movie, this movie would not exist because this guy, his name is Michael Shelp. 
and he's CEO of Sparkplug Entertainment. And he basically, whatever Pixar's doing or whatever the animated hit is, he makes his own titled version. It's his own movie, right? But with the same title. So can I guess uh, with a couple? A, with a knockoff title. Can I guess a couple of his movies? Oh, okay. So um, you have an ant's life. What's that based on? A bug's life. You have Spider's Web, A Pig's Tale. <laughs> That's right. Charlotte's Web? Is it Charlotte's yeah. Web? Oh, you yeah. have, A Pig's um, Tale. You, you have Plan B. Plan B. Oh, that's when he knocked up his wife and they weren't really expecting to have kids, so she took this pill. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, of course, that's the B movie. There's Piper Penguin and his fantastic flying machines. Wait, wait, back up. Plan B is a ripoff of the B movie? Yeah, B E E, 2007. Ooh. There's Frankie Stein. Uh huh. This is Frankie Weenie. There's Operation Dalmatian. Right. Is it that 101 Dalmatians? Toys going wild. Oh, yeah, that's where uh, Woody takes his shirt off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For the Adventures of Scooter the Penguin. And me, Christmas. I don't know. He's just, uh, he's shameless about it. He's not embarrassed about it at all. Oh, well, I mean, kids gotta be got to be entertained. It's Walmart and Kmart. You already mentioned uh, Star's Premium Cable Channel. Yeah, I saw this movie like every hour on the hour. Mm-hmm. Which is yep. baffling because there's nothing to look at. I know. God damn it, Dad. Can't you fucking pull over? Oh, <laughs> right. Sparky, the language. Yeah, it's Sparky. That's exactly right. And Sparky is actually played uh, by, by nobody. Somebody, by a, no, by a big deal. The rest of them are nobodies. Sparky's a big deal? Yes, Sparky was, uh, her name is Corrine, Corrine Orr. Corrine? And she was Trixie in Speed Racer in the 60s. Oh, no shit. She's been on over 200 animated movies, a thousand commercials. She's the Snuggie, you know, fabric softener, Snuggie the bear. She's oh, Snuggie. yeah. I want to hug that bear so fucking much that I can't even tell you. Yeah. You talking about the fabric softener bear? Great. Oh my yeah. god. I just the way he laughs, I just want to squeeze the shit out of that bear. Stop it. You're suffocating me, Mike. Oh, you're my favorite talking bear. You Not think- just Trixie, but she was also uh Speed's little brother, Spurtle. Oh and ew. all the female voices oh. in that show. So she wasn't good enough to be Racer X then, huh? Or other his other brother. Mm-hmm. She has a female voice. She was featured as an announcer in the live-action film. She wasn't oh, Trixie. Have you seen the live-action live movie? <laughs> That's right. I have seen it. It was fun. That's two hours. Fucking just relentless. It, it did. You're right about that. I, I say it was fun, and it was in retrospect. But during it, it was like, is this thing going to end? It's numbing. It's so numbing. It's like bright colors and flashiness, and I just get like... Yeah. Yeah. That track was... like. That track was great the first 15 minutes, right? It was right. a big show, but then when you were in it over and over and but over. They would, they would do the same effects as from the cartoon show, and you go, hey, guys, this is like an hour and 40 minutes into this movie. Enough. Enough. You mm-hmm. should have done that in the first five minutes. Stop. All we're missing right now is grouchiness missing. between the father and son. Um, the father is, you know, the father loves the son. 
but the son just f- him and drives him crazy. He wants to drive fast. He wants Route 40 to come through because he can drive fast on the hi- on the highway. Right. So basically, the father's saying, "Okay, you want independent? Take this side road and meet us at the gas station." And here's a joke, turtle. We'll see this turtle a hundred million times, huh? Will he ever cross the road? <laughs> yes. Oh, that reminds me. There's the too. gas station. It's from cars. 50- that's the cars. That's where cars, cars. That's, that's where they gas up. Fifty years. There's fifty um, years. This gas pump, this animatronic gas pump, has been sticking his shit into cars. <laughs> that's right. Uh, hang on, I'm not done yet. I said I'm not uh, done yet. Pump, pump, pump. Uh, right uh, now he's banging the sheriff. <laughs> uh, it's always See, gulp, gulp. Thank you, bub. <laughs> Never a hug See, there's this um, bad car named Diesel, and there's a running gag throughout. They will go to report Diesel, like they'll call the police, and it's like, "Well, I'm not here right now. Leave a message with this stereotypical Irish voice." Oh, the and Irish cop. Then, yeah, and then the answering machine goes. Beep, leave your message, and then it's like, thank you for leaving a message. It cuts them off. It's a running joke. Stuff. <sighs> Fucking okay. cops. This, uh, this girl here is in love with uh, another car, and another car is in love with the girl. So there'll be a subplot throughout in which... He wins the girl over. Why is there a fucking landline lying on the asphalt? I know. And when the phone rings, he goes, hello. He doesn't pick up the phone. He just starts talking to it. <laughs> right. You'll so, see. Yes. Well, maybe you won't because we're not really going to listen very much. Oh, okay, so here's the, the boss. The dad is the boss. And, who got and the, the yellow car is like. I did. <laughs> yeah. The yellow car is the young daughter. The good, the good child. Right, the good child, because she's still little. And but Sparky's an asshole. It's, we're we're giving up right. on Sparky. He's the fifteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old. Ah, oh, the worst. When cars turn fifteen, they're so fucking obnoxious. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> hey, so this is a cartoon, huh? Cartoon. <laughs> it's Wolfman Jack. I'm playing on your cartoons. <laughs> playing some cartoons. We just mentioned Wolfman Jack in the last one. I know. I brought it up. Love. Well, yeah. I, if you are listening sequentially, last week we promised that this week's movie would have been a different cartoon called Tarzoon: Shame in the Jungle. Yeah. We watched the trailer, and we're not we're not even going to bother. It's just so racist. It's racist. You know, you mm-hmm. can't do you can't do a parody of Tarzan apparently without just going full on racist. Well, it was 75, 1975, so that was more acceptable. Right. People would still get up in arms, but the majority, oh, you're being sensitive. You you're, know, you're, so. It's parody of the stereotypes, that type of uh, bullshit. Right. It's a parody of the stereotypes. We're making fun of it as much as you. We grew up on Tarzan That's movies. That's not the truth. There is another no. animated uh, Tarzan movie from that, that time period, which I think... Another like comedy celebrity did the voices for, but mm-hmm. and I couldn't watch it. Like some movies, like this is intriguing. You got cars, and you got telephones, and you got pumps. You got everything you need <laughs> in a movie. But that was just like it just looked like yeah. George of the Jungle. Not real. I like George of the Jungle. 
okay, I want you to know that this blue car is the banker. Oh. And the father's apologizing for not paying the mortgage on time. Just things have been tough. Things have been tough. And so we're mortgage. just getting set up for things are tough and there's a bank involved. I thought this was a kid's movie. Why are cars talking about mortgages? Well, that's one of the weird things about this Michael Schlepp. Um, he is making kids' films, but he doesn't do the boundaries of nicey-nice stuff. As a matter of fact, in our Act 3, uh, you know, ticking time bomb moment, uh, the, the peril is that they're going to die. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so I listened to something called Bear Lizard Radio, and they were actually complimenting this Michael Schlepp. They called him an arco-capitalist of filmmakers who has no boundaries. Um, Great, I'll have to give that. He's good at making them bad. He's shameless because you know what he's knocking off. But he makes extremely complex villains, and he does dark, dark children's stories. Characters die, they get mutilated. Uh, and they're praising that. Well, <laughs> and one thing they praise is that even though it's, it's the title is a knockoff, it is their own story. I guess so. I don't really see much Here's of a story. Here's our turtle friend. I oh, it's a living. They're right. And here's the um, good, the good car, the good kid. The, oh yeah, the good kid. Yeah, and she is looking for a ramp. And right now she's like too small, too big. Oh yeah. So there happens to be doors lying around rocks. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, and no, she's gonna Goldilocks find one that's just right. Oh, there's that turtle. Fucking kid. I guess this is Arizona. Is it? I, it could it's be not a part Nevada, of Arizona, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico, this but is, I think it's Arizona. It's like bedrock. Down in bedrock. Bam, bam, bam. This is the Flintstones neighborhood. They just built a gas station. No, everything would be made out of rocks. There's no metal in Flintstones world. Is there anything else happening in this town other than this gas station? Uh, we don't see it. There is the bank. There is the police yeah. station. Uh-huh. And, the hospital uh, where they, they resuscitate. <laughs> okay, finally, uh, the teenager who took the sh long cut, is that the opposite of a shortcut? Yes. Finally is getting home, and he's like, oh, I'm tired. I need a car wash. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need a car job, if you know what I'm saying. A rib job. What? Wink, wink. A rib job for my asshole. I mean, asshole. I'm not very good at this, innuendo. Oh, <laughs> uh, a bunch of gear, metalheads, gearheads. Okay. Okay, so he has fallen in love uh -huh. with the girl who's in love with another guy. It seems like Shaft or something like that. And he's new in Shaft. town because they're building a ramp to I-40, which the father is not happy about. And the kids love because it'll be a... So he's saying, you're taking too long of a shower. And he, the, he was a jerk and he turned on the cold water on his nice kid. Hey, sometimes you got to do that, you know. I guess so. Yeah, listen, when your kid's in the car wash for too long, you got to change the water to cold. Now, they're having a fight now because the kid wants a GPS. 
And he's like, oh, you kids with your newfangled devices. And what he's saying is a GPS person knows where they're going, but not where they are. Like, you know, like with GPS, you know, make a left and you make a left. But you're ignorant to where you are. You're not going to remember next time you go. So he's doing old school and the and the son is doing his smart. Let's give it a listen. For All a right. Well, okay. that'll be easier soon. They're building an access ramp to I-40. Really? Okay, here's the bad guy. It's a woman named Diesel. She has camouflage army jeep, and she's got guns. Nice. <laughs> well, it's very important to be uh, to be holding a weapon. As so a she's car. causing trouble. She's saying, like, you should rate, get your own. Okay, here the phone rings. running gag can never leave a message for the police officer and the cop never checks his messages so diesel is here to stir up trouble and she's saying to sparky why you know hey why don't you get a job and get your own money and you could raise a jeep right to the father's face and you don't have to listen to this old uh this old fossil and buy one yourself excellent idea I'm starting a new business. Oh. Is that Snuggles? Could work for me. No. Uh. No. Sparky can work here. I can. Sparky is Snuggles. Oh, I'll pay you forty bucks a day. Wow. Okay then. But Sparky, remember when you can't stand it anymore. Yes. Give me a call. Boo! Bad car. So she's the temptress. So, what's my job? Well, you can... Rib job. <laughs> no, that's the dad. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't say that. Telling me. Right. Whoa, he it's wouldn't. daytime already. Now, it's not tomorrow. since the jerk has I seen such funny oil cans at a gas station. Yeah, that was funny. He this, hates those cans. These cans are defective. One of the movies you can see on YouTube, and I talked about it on my brother's podcast called Proudly Resents, Hardly Working with Jerry Lewis, which I think after oh. The Jerk came out, he said, you know what? I'm the fucking king. I can make my own movie. And he has right. his own working at a mechanic uh, oil can bit. And came out the same year. His bit is that he knocks over the cans. Mm-hmm. And the owner looks at him. I really like how Jerry Lewis made that transition from uh, goofy guy to angry old person. You mean on screen? You know or, what I mean? Or backstage? <laughs> well, you know, he was such a jerk. We yeah. all know. Okay, this is a very explosive can of, I don't know why they have it around. It's explosive. Be careful! Oh, right, because it has a big exclamation point. And what's with the circle and, and X? Is that like a PlayStation controller? I don't think so. I think it just means danger. Uh-oh. Whoops. Whoops. He flung his 
Sparky. You almost hit the explosive, Sparky. See, you see that? There's a uh, X button and a green circle oh, button. Oh, that's the car wash. Oh. Oh, right. Circle for go and X for stop? Yeah, they're big cars. They can't really, I mean, never mind that the... How do okay, they build these all this are... shit? Oh, there's the phone of mine. Hello, gas and go. Help. Excuse me? Help. I got that part. Your name? I'm Bumper. I ran out of gas. Oh, I'm sorry. Where are you? Uh, I think he sounds of, like John Mulaney. Let's see. The two <laughs> pines campsite? Yeah, you ever notice? <laughs> Starts doing his act. Yeah, that's a weird telephone. They don't have to pick it up, and it's loud. Nope. How did, like, right. does the car have a car phone? Yes, there are car phones, yes. So he didn't drive inside a glass phone booth? I... <laughs> so many questions, Carl. Okay, so right now uh, somebody is stuck, and they've run out of gas, and they're at this campsite. So instead of doing the job himself, the father thinks, I'll give my son some responsibility, and you can go rescue him. Yeah. Bad so right idea. now he's giving him the directions to the campsite. Which and Sparky doesn't give will... a shit. Yeah, whatever, Dad. No, Sparky cares very much. He's going to go help somebody. Sparky's got gap tooth. to his father. It's a chance to prove himself to his dad. Uh, what's the point? His dad's an alcoholic. His dad is not a gasaholic. <laughs> he's a total gas. Do you see the way he drives? Trash. <laughs> you smell like gas, Dad. I'm dad, you're an embarrassing. I'm an adult car. I can drink what I want. You want to talk about embarrassing? Now, there's the ad for the GPS, only $400. And he's like, $400. Bomber. This is the second uh, uh, billboard we saw. The other one just had the number two on it. Yeah, and this one just said $399 with no explanation. Okay, so here's the first part of the directions. Make okay. a right, go down a short road, uh -huh. and then make another right to the campground. But wait a minute. The Two Pines campground sign says go to the left. Now he's like, oh, if I only had a GPS, who do I listen to, the sign or my father? And guess what he picks? His father. In <laughs> incorrect. Uh, here we go. The wrong turn signal. Yeah, see, he's he's that's uh, the director's way of showing us that he's conflicted. Oh, it's the evil truck lady. She changed. Right. Yes, yeah. she changed diesel. She changed the sign. <sighs> diesel was in. Um, her name's Jean Richard. She was in Max Saves the World, 2014. Uh -huh. She was in the Royal Heist, 2017. Well, and then she was in heist. these Cars Life things. Yeah, so I guess there's more than two, right? And there must have been a real Cars Life one. I was, right. I just imagine this film was like called the Cars Life two to maximize confusion. And there was no. No, it was when Cars two came out, and when Cars three comes out, there is a Cars Life three. Wow. <laughs> yep. Oh, thank God for everyone involved. There's no Cars four. <laughs> wait, wait. There's. Oh no, I'm thinking of Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. Toy Story, the trilogy that has a fourth movie. Thanks. Right. The fourth trilogy. The fourth trilogy. Listen, if you were like, okay. if you were, uh, I don't know, Tom Hanks, 
and this Tim Allen, and this comes around once in a he's going to do the sequels. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, this car here is the car that, that Sparky was supposed to save, and he's getting filled up now. Diesel has opened her own gas station across the street. I'll get you, Diesel. Oh, my God, this movie is going to be gone. So there's nothing to see other than a new gas station that opened across the street. So this car just gassed up, but he's not feeling so good. He's got ind- she's got indigestion and uh, burping. There's something wrong with the gas. He cut it with baby laxative. Diesel, <laughs> and Diesel's like, no, no. I'm sure it's just. It's indigestion. not fentanyl. You'll be fine. <laughs> wow. She has guns. It's a kids show. She has guns. Well, a lot of cars growing up in Arizona has guns on it. Mounted in the a rear mount to <laughs> shoot enemies as you drive away. Again, like cars, who the fuck builds these billboards and puts up the poster? Cars. Uh, I don't buy it. And I know. Me neither. Have you ever seen the Disney movies Planes? Disney's Planes? Yeah. Is, is it better than Cars Life 2? Uh, yes. Wow. But it was a ripoff of Cars. When, when Cars came out, uh, planes suddenly showed up. Never mind that there had been that uh, that kid show, JJ, right? JJ, the plane. Oh. Was that a Disney show? I don't think so. It Disney. took place in Terrytown, New York. That doesn't sound like Disney to me. Right. It was based okay, on, so- it was grounded in real, in real life? No, thank you. <laughs> So right now, uh, the car tried to chat up the girl he likes, and she was like, I'm waiting for a call from my boyfriend, and she split. Wow. Okay, so now Spark comes home, and he's like, there was no two pines campsite. And the dad is like, disappointed, disappointed, disappointed. Yeah, well, dads are allowed to be disappointed. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe if you weren't such a disappointment, son. <laughs> now, uh, this Michael Schlapp, he started as an executive producer on some TV shows like Mansers on Spike TV. You probably heard of that. Uh, he did Viking, the ultimate obstacle course on ESPN. Ooh, fake sports. He did a Discovery Science Channel 1. Uh and he did a sci-fi channel chase with a dollar sign for the S and a reality TV show called Tilt. But then he fell in love with uh, ripping off animated. Yeah, ripping off other animated. He's just like typing in the dialogue into the computer and the computer's just spitting it out for him. So now he's talking to the banker, like, I just got fired from my father's job. I need a job. And he goes, why don't you go to the I-40 construction place? Turtle time. Turtle time. So there are other animals. Yes. And you'll see, well, I don't know. The turtle certainly won. But the good child has found her ramp. And she's doing a Goldilocks thing again. This rock is too big. This rock is too small. <laughs> this rock is just right. Oh. She the turtle's jump. like, just like, right for what? Yeah, like, who? Her, she's obsessed with this ramp. Just let it go. 
here's the i40 ramp and Sparky is friends with the uh, jilted, his name's Bumper. Um, I guess they saved a little money because, no, this guy's Zipper, Zipper. Uh, Jim Woods plays Clinch, Clutch, Rivet, and Zipper. And all of his credits are, um, are spark plug movies. Good for him. He probably animates too. He's like, I brought the coffee, Michael. Great, great. Get in the studio. You're right. When you, when you see the credits for who was the animators, Michael Schlepp is one of them. I can't believe a producer of a sci-fi show would make something so bad. <laughs> That's the boss going, I'm giving you grief. And so Sparky's like, hmm, I don't want any part of this job. Oh, it seems like a stressful job. I'll be better off unemployed. Wow, they really did a good job on this freeway. They're in the middle right now. The median. They call it the median. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I threw a dollar at the median once because I was told it was the median, median strip. Any luck? Uh, yeah, I saw... Push. Yeah, I, I saw under the slip. <laughs> Three ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, that's know what the that GPS means. price. Then there's What's a, that thing. I should find out what this other company is. There, for a while, there was a company that was cranking out similar sounding movies, uh, like Snakes on a Plane, uh, Snakes on a, mm -hmm. on a Train. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. here's the bad guy once again to whisper uh, into the ear of the sun and appeal to his worst nature. So he, she is like, you can come work for my gas station. I will double your pay at $80 a day. Cool. Oh, so the film, the company I'm thinking of is called the asylum and they make mock okay. muster, mock busters, which are films <laughs> that sound like major motion picture films. <laughs> they also create Sharknado. Uh, uh -huh. But let me see if I can find a list of their films. Uh, there's the Transmorphers. <laughs> they did their own version of War of the Worlds the same year the uh, the Spielberg movie came out. Mm -hmm. They did a film called The Day the Earth Stopped. Not, <laughs> Not stood still. Uh, when Battleship came out, they had a movie called American Warships. Mm -hmm. But my favorite of theirs, which has a really good one, is called Titanic 2. It's about a ship whose name is Titanic 2. Uh -huh. That kind of leaves no. during modern days. So, uh, let's see. We have Belly Fruit, Foreplay, Scarecrow, Slayer. Let me find a better one. H.G. Wells, War of the Worlds. Dead Man Walking, King of the Lost Worlds. Snakes on a Train, The Da Vinci Treasure. <laughs> 666, The Child. Not to be confused. Pirates of Treasure Island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Not of Caribbean. The 9-11 Commission Report, based on the 9-11 attacks. <laughs> I guess that's, a, they're saying it's, the, Wikipedia is saying it's the ripoff of United uh, 993 and World Trade Center. The Hitcher, the Hitchhiker. I'll, oh, we Ave. saw, um, what, what was that movie in which we saw the, uh, it was based on the video game and there was all the 9-11 stuff. Postal. Yeah, Postal, right. That right. was a good one. They did a movie called AVH, Alien vs. Hunter. 
<laughs> Not to be confused with Alien versus Predator. Right. Uh, and then let me see if I can find... I am legend. Uh, that's a pet peeve of mine, uh, by the way. Uh, predator is not what the the guy was a hunter. He wasn't a predator. Well, they mentioned that in the last Predator movie, the Predator. They all all the characters go. He's not really right, a predator. Right, right, never, right, right, right. You know, he doesn't masturbate in uh, in his hotel room, blocking the exit. Uh, I am legend. They made a movie called I Am Omega. Alley Quarterman in the Temple of Skulls. Well, you get the idea. Yeah. Uh, Allie Quarterman. <laughs> I don't understand Allie Quarterman. Was that supposed to be popular back in the day? Uh, Alan Quartermain yeah. was a series of films. Was it a series? Well, I know that. Uh, I think it was, it was like a book. It was a, a book, and it was a popular book, and there must have been movies back in the time. There was an 80s version with Richard Chamberlain that mm-hmm. I remember. So this uh, Michael Schlepp is shares something in common with uh, Trixie from Speed Racer. They are both. They were okay. Corrine was a judge of the Emmys for 18 years, and she served on the Act, Actors Guild Council for 13 years. I guess this job was just a paycheck. But Schlepp was a member of the Emmy committee too. So maybe that's how they met. They were like, he was like, hey, what's the word on season four of Golden Girls? Pretty good. I'm voting. I'm giving Beatrice an Emmy. Designing women. All right. We'll make it Designing Women's Day. Uh, just a lot of disappointed children in this movie. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so, you know, Sparky got his job back. That's the whole thing that happens throughout. They have a fight, he quits, then he goes back and, like, he goes, I'll give you another chance, and he gets his job back. So now, uh, Diesel is, like, offering him the 80 bucks. Let me see. Oh, I guess. Great. I've got just the ticket. It's a bit of a drive, but it's worth it. Oh, right now he's talking about, like, a circus. Okay, so there's a circus coming to town. Uh, and that's going to figure well, out the a plot. Minute. A fucking circus? <laughs> yeah. A circus is coming to town. Yeah. This is a world where it. cars are cars and and there's a circus. Yeah. Here the bad kid continues to experiment with the ramp over and over. And the turtle chronicles it the whole way through, you yeah. know. Well, okay, here's the circus. Wow. It's instead of a three ring circuits as a three car ring circus. Right. <laughs> oh, there is, there is. Starring Petula and the Grease Monkey. Oh, Petunia. This is bad. Yeah. You didn't tell me there's going to be monster trucks in this movie. Uh, are there monster trucks? I guess that's a monster truck. That's more of a device they built. Yeah, that's right. And she jumps through it. And that's the... Uh... That's the stunt. <clears throat> so Diesel is like, I could make this circus so much better. Yeah, and Diesel. in the end, she will buy it. Diesel is just fucking... What a power trip. Yep. Wow, look at that. He's spinning hats. That's an amazing fucking car. 
I think it's teacups. Oh yeah, when the car needs to drink tea. Right. How does that work? They don't. It's got the little handle for the, you know, your thumb and pointer finger. They don't have that. Also, what six-year-old drew on the walls? Yeah, there's Look kid drawings yeah. all over the place. Strange. Uh, and it's not explained why. It is signed Michael Phelps Jr. Uh-huh. His name is Michael Phelps, right, the director? Uh, Michael Schlepp. Well, his son, Michael Phelps, I think, is either the swimmer or swimmer. the Mission Impossible guy. No, that's uh oh, now you're killing me. That's Nate Snow. Oh, Michael. It is Phelps. It is. Is it Nathan Phelps? Uh, I think that's a uh, Google question. Yeah. All right. We'll let Google deal with it. Ethan. Ethan. Schlepp. Phelps. Phelps. Okay, Mission Impossible Phelps is Jim Phelps. No, that's John Voight. Yeah, Jim Phelps. And here's a picture of... Uh, what's, hmm, Tom, what's Tom Cruise's name? Yeah, what's Tom Cruise? Uh, Ethan Hunt, is it? Or Mike Hunt? Cause of death killed by Ethan Hunt. Ethan, Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt is, yeah. The, do you, I don't Do you like Ethan that. Hunt? Um, you should say it. You say, I like Ethan have Hunt. You, have, oh, I got a phone call. Who's seen Ethan Hunt? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Have you seen Ethan Hunt? Ha, ha, ha. Wait, is he friends with Ethan Hawke? Uh, no. He, uh, Mike Hawke? <laughs> you know, Ethan Hawke, I never thought, and I hope I don't ever meet him in person. He's going to punch me right in the face, but yeah, I will. never thought he was a very... Oh, don't, I don't, don't continue. Acting. He's coming right I, over. Don't see any acting ability. There's some people like that. Uh, no, he's a good actor. Go get the fuck out of here. He did. A, he did a movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did a movie called First Reform, and he's a priest, and uh, he's pretty good okay. at that. He looked pretty tormented. I didn't see that. I'm thinking Gattaca. I'm thinking Gattaca. Um, Gattaca. Get the Gattaca. Uh, I noticed that you get out of here. I noticed you hold your junk when you pee with your left hand. And so I know that you're inferior, but I'm going to let you slide. Right? That was Gattaca. Gattaca! I remember he had to get taller. Yeah. They cut his feet. Oh, my God. A stupid movie. It I mean, was. It, it really made me think, man. Yeah, about killing myself. About Battlestar Galactica. Now, there's a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't care that it was the pilot, for t- a two-hour pilot. Oh, I saw that. I actually seen the theme. So the story goes that in the 70s, Battlestar Galactica was such a big TV show around the same time as Star Wars. The publishing, they released the pilot episode and the second episode as a standalone theatrically released movie. Right, as a movie, yeah, before the TV series. And that way everyone thought that the TV series comes from the movie. Oh, is that what it is? I always see, I I guess I, I knew about the movie after the fact. So I always thought it was just like... During its heyday, but they were trying to cash in on Star Wars. They were, and they had Lauren Green, and they had Heartthrob or two, yeah. who was in uh, our Charlie Chan film we saw. You're talking about Richard Hatch. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not to be confused so, with the, the guy from the Survivor show. And there was also Mr. Goodlooking. He was. Um, Dirk Benedict? 
maybe he was the blonde haired one. He had a cool name. Gosh, I, gosh, we're really going back now. Dirk Bennett is not a cool name. Uh, no, played... in the show, in the oh. show, there was like Cleopatra and Apollo and this what? other guy. <laughs> Uh, Twinkie. I, I just remember Twinkie. No, are you thinking of? Are you thinking of B to B to B to B to B to B to All right, so these cars are uh, scheming, right? Uh, well, it's more like um, Diesel's manipulating. Here we go. Whoa. Yeah. So she's finally pulling it together in the. The uh, tortoise is impressed, uh, but the, you see, it's not perfect yet. Bonk! They cut to the tortoise because they don't want to show the crash because it costs so much money. So they're talking about. Why are they making it? Uh, the radio announcers like, why are they making an exit of forty to this dump? And the father's getting all offended, and the kid's like, "He's right. This is a nowhere town." It's... Is it? It must be a nowhere town. Nothing to do. This whole town lived here my whole you know, life. In the Cars movie, he was on his way to a race in California, and he broke down, and he ended up in that Arizona town Right, Paul Newman. That's the plot to guess, Doc Hollywood, right? Dr. Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah. With Michael J. Fox? No. That is the same uh, basic plot, isn't he's it? He's driving to, to... Doc Hollywood? Yeah, he's driving to Hollywood, and he gets broken down in some Arizona town. To and, be a yeah. plastic surgeon. And they make him a general practitioner. The judge does. Yeah, right. Doesn't make any that sense. That, that's a, that's right. The cars too. It was a judge, and he had to redo the road. Yeah. that he messed up. Well, he was Lightning McQueen. Right. And, right. And, and he was going to go race in Hollywood, and his car breaks down, and then some shenanigans happen. It's a the Owen brothers guy, Luke or no? It's a uh, Owen. Oh, what's their last name? Wilson. Owen and Luke Wilson. That's it. That's it. And don't forget Andrew uh, Wilson, their other brother right. from we Church saw Ball. Church Ball, Church Ball, which yeah. was a pretty good movie, I thought. I would love to watch Church Ball right now. Given, <laughs> yeah, give it what we're watching. This thing. I like Church. Oh, unreasonable! Everyone knows that. It's more like she's manipulating him, agreeing that the father's a jerk. Why don't you come work for me? Explore the world with your new GPS. Well, she's saying all the things he wants to hear. She's such a manipulator. She's a complicated villain. She really is. And How so? You know, like, I, I, I mean, like, I don't think what Michael Sch uh, Schlepp is doing is a good thing, you know, just sort of feeding off of the popularity of other films. But at the same time, he does make his own story. He does do interesting Things. He he's shameless about it. He doesn't hide the fact that he's pretending. Okay, check out this guy's hippie voice, his right. surfer voice. I really need a job. Not looking like that, huh? You need a makeover, a new paint job, decals, chrome, dude. Chrome, dude. I just got this. <laughs> he's that turtle from Finding Nemo. Come on, Nemo, you gotta find your chrome, dude. Yep. 
because what he is is a stereotype. That's all it is. It's such a. He's like, it's not lazy. It's just not even lazy. It's just like, hey, dude, I'm a surfer. To, yeah, to make the cop Irish, to make the surfer dude, it's it's just it's lazy writing. It's not. Uh, there's no thought in it. And um, okay, so this guy. Name is Rally Bodega, and he was in Autobots, A Car's Life, Sparky's Big Adventure, and he was in What's Up. He's another one of those who's just—he's part of the Michael Spark Schlepp plug. Spark Plug Entertainment crew. And this movie must have made money. I mean, they must have got a return for it. I'm sure. Yeah, they have a deal, a distribution deal with Walmart and Kmart, and you saw it on Stars. They got paid to do it. The guy's not a fool. It's just cheap, you know. It, I, I really think that he is quality enough. Well, I mean, I just slammed his writing, right, because it was, uh, you know, he's doing stereotypes. But I think that his villain is interesting. He's putting death in children's stories. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. this guy should do his own thing, you know. Yeah, but, he needs um, more. We need more entertainment with guns in it for children. <laughs> I just think that he should do, uh, maybe that's not so great, but I just, I know that this guy is a talented individual. Right. And he, maybe he made his way by being a ripoff guy. And now, Mike, I'm talking to you directly, Michael Schlepp. Do it, man. Do your own film. Uh, do your own story and. Portrait of an artist is a young Schlepp. You can do it. Isn't that a Dr. Seuss thing? The schlep. Uh, yeah, the schlep. That, the schlep that wept. The things you could think maybe it was. I think it was the schlep that wept. <laughs> oh. This is a subplot I never explored with you. There's a little kid and the mother, and they really like Sparky. And so... Sometimes they come and spark, you know, hey, Sparky, yeah, and they get all there. happy. Yay. How you been? <laughs> so, like, sometimes they come in and Sparky was fired. And sometimes Sparky's here, and they get all happy. It's basically just to prop up that Sparky's a likable character, and he's being misunderstood by the father, which is natural. Or maybe he should be... Uh... Take the time to be more understandable to his dad. Huh? Why are you taking Sparky? That's what happens at the end, so that's what Yay. this is all leading up to. You know what I noticed? There's no, there's no son. What? There's no son. He is the son. No, 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 S-U-N. Sky's blue. Look, where's the son? Where's the happy little the, fella? Where's the, the smiley yellow guy? It's always noon and the sun is directly above. Oh, here comes trouble. She's trouble. Diesel. Your father again. He's unreasonable. Join my team. I'll double your pay. Oh, Sparky, don't listen to her. There's a catch. Don't yeah, listen. There's a catch, all right. Yeah. Herpes. The catch is we have to sit through it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, this movie's only an hour and 20 minutes, right? Um, uh, it's 88 minutes. Yeah, it's an hour 20. And yeah, you're right. It's an hour. We're practically done. <laughs> I think you were done right from the start. Yeah, you um, know what? It's because I picked, I picked that racist little movie and I just, having two old white guys trying to be ironic about, you know, 70s ironic racism. 
It's just not, yeah. it's just not worth it. It's racist. We, we get it. Yeah. So I picked this movie's always been in my back pocket ever since I watched it on TV. And I just can't do it, man. Whoa. So basically now the blue car's got his nerve and he's like, why don't we get a cup of lube or something? And uh, she's all depressed because uh, Shaft is not returning. Yeah. Well, she tried out to get an emoji and they rejected her face. So uh, now he's getting yelled at his boss. I have to get back to work. I have. She goes, I know you have to leave. Everybody does. And she drives off. No, wait, is that Sparky that she rejected? That's someone else. No, that is Bumper. Oh, look, I want to say Bumper is uh Wait, ugly. no, Bumper's the girl. Bumper is the girl. Oh. Her name's Denise... Denise Finnell Benelli. And she was in the coffee shop. She was in Leaving L.A. in 26. She was... In filthy rich, filthy Uncle Phil. So okay, enough, enough. These are movies career. that don't exist. Okay, just as much as this movie doesn't exist. Leaving L.A. You've never heard of Leaving L.A. Uh, you never heard of Leaving L.A. There's no such movie as Leaving L.A. Wasn't it the one with uh, Nicholas Cage and uh, uh, is a drunk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think again. Leaving L.A. That's not a real movie. Leaving Las Vegas, no nuts. Oh, okay. Leaving L.A. It's not a... Oh, it's Gee Whiz. It came up as a song. Uh, America Drama Television Series that aired from April until June of 97. Well, I guess that counts as a movie. It's only been on for two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a short run. Yeah. Okay, you're right. She hasn't been very successful. Pilot. Okay, well, Sean Schimmel, the father... Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaving L.A. Um, and then here's yeah, a con- serious conclusion. Louisiana. Episode two. Wow, I'm in Melpitas. <laughs> the end. The, the series finale, episode two. Um, the father, who sounds like John Mulaney, I think his name's Sean Schimmel, he's, uh, he's known for his work on Dragon Ball Z, Battle of Gods, Dragon Ball Z, Resurrection oh. F, and uh-huh. Dragon Ball Z, K. Z Kai in 2009. Oh, great. Well, I, this yeah. isn't a comic book convention. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. Dragon Ball P. Do you like Dragon Ball P? No. I. Why would I? Well, you're into P. Uh, Mike, not on the... I mean, that's strictly on the weekends. Mike. Oh, right. Yeah. Not, you're a weekend warrior when it comes to I'm not uh, shower, uh, urine play. What about like Dragon Ball Z and uh, just those movies, those TV shows in general? You no, know, uh, that's the one. It's a Pokemon attempt, you know, because it has the card game and there's a. No, I'm not interested in that. I mean, I'm not 13. It's not, Dra- Dragon Ball has been around longer than Pokemon. It has? Yeah, man. That's been around since the uh-huh. 80s. I'll take your word for it. So is Pokemon. No, Pokemon is 90s, man. That's 20 years old. Turtle, turtle. Keep talking. I got to check the latch. Good idea. Okay, so audience now, uh, it's um, he's now working for Diesel, and it's time to get his pay of $40. And so she goes, hey, why don't you get a lube job? And he goes, oh, that feels good. And so they're servicing him now. 
Uh, and what will be the rub is that she's actually charging him. That feels kind of good. Kind of feels kind of good. Wow. What's in this stuff? Yeah. It's probably illegal. Air freshener. Air freshener. What the? What the stuff? Hi. Don't you feel like you're driving through the house? Uh, whack. Hey. <laughs> the whack tickles him. Okay, okay. That's enough. You look fantastic. Now he's got his lube, he's got his wax, he's got his air freshener, and all of this he doesn't know is costing money. Time to pay Sparky 80 bucks for the day. 80 bucks Double for the day. Okay, we start with 80. Star and Alexa oh is 30 bucks. What? Four-star Valdu is 40 bucks. What? And, uh, oh. What a rip-off. Yeah, what's happened here, he says, like, okay, I worked today, time to give me my 80 bucks. And then she goes, okay, hey, you need a lube job. And she, like, starts doing all this work on him. And then at the end, you know, which is implied free. I mean, she didn't say anything. Yeah. And now it's like... You owe me ten dollars, Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> now that's good writing. This guy is good. This guy's good. He's bad and he's good. Yeah. Like there's no reason for this movie, but since it exists, right. you might as well make it good. So every time he goes to work for her, he works the day, and then somehow she zings him for a charge, and he ends up owing her. Oh, so he has to work the night shift. No, the day's over and he's with the dad. Yeah. Where? At days off, I got air freshener. Oh. Valve goo. Valve goo. Son, how much did all of this cost? Ninety bucks. This stuff, this cost people more than ten bucks. Ninety bucks. <laughs> She tried to fucking rip you off at 10 bucks yeah. like that. Fuck that yeah. shit. 90 bucks. Do you know how much something in our universe would pay for 90 bucks? Yeah. Yeah. The car's in China. That's so. This is a strange movie. Mm hmm. Like, I don't think cars, the Pixar movies, ever talk about cash, right? They never be like, let's go to Italy for the race. I don't know. The airplane ticket's $40. Yeah. Um, well, there was all that stuff about, uh, what'd you call his name? Flash Mangoon. What was his name? Oh, it's Steve McQueen. No, Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen. It's, there's all that stuff about, you're a star. You're a big D. You know, you have these TV deals. So I guess the money's just implied. Right. But they never, they never gave a dollar amount in the, the Cars movies. They never said, oh. What's his name? Craft Mangoon. What's his, <laughs> what's his name? his friend Tater. If I'm oh, yeah. lying, I'm crying. If I'm lying, I'm, I'm crying. I'm a stereotype. Oh, my God. Did you see him in the toilets in Japan? It was so embarrassing. He's like, check out, there's a water squirting up here. <laughs> oh, now that's like Europe's bidet, but in in Asia, you squat to poop. Right. They have a different world over there. But they My have, kid went to Thailand. But they were making and, jokes of like Japanese toilets, you know, like how they have like these, these fancy toilets that will uh, mm -hmm. play music and squirt water up there. It is, Isn't it, it Nader? Nader? Yeah, tater, right? The tow truck. Yeah. Okay, 
Okay, so now this car has been on a diet of diesel's gas, and um, he doesn't feel so. Oh, oh, it's the big date. It's the. I mean, it's the big ask out. Ooh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> Good. So is the blue car the guy, and the red yeah. car is the girl? Yeah, it's sort of purple, right? Yeah. My sand belt's slipping. My radiator leaks. So he's going to invite her to the circus, I think. Right, on there's a Friday. There isn't much else to do. Do you want to look at some cacti? What? <laughs> Mobiles Cacti. Dash, that's his name, Dash. Oh, from The Incredibles, Dash? What? The Dash from The Incredibles? Dash, I don't know. I, uh, Dash is the name of a car that she's hung up on. It's also the name of the little boy. But you know what, uh, Zipper? Uh-huh. I have to open myself to the possibility of meeting Mr. Wright. Blah, blah, blah. Dash is also uh, a hyphen. What do you mean? <laughs> well, it's a character. Uh, it's an ASCII character on your keyboard, Dash. <laughs> right, gotcha. It's a hyphen. Well, you know what I say. Don't believe the hyphens. Don't believe the hyphens. <laughs> Don't believe the hyphens. Use abused. <laughs> Don't, Don't believe the hyphens. Don't believe the hyphens. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that's the best joke I can muster. Use abused. I'm still refused to blow a fuse. Nice. Yeah, boy. Don't believe the hyphen. <laughs> don't, 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 don't believe the hyphen. Nice. Well, I'm that glad we really got something. Was a great, great band, man. Oh yeah. So called chosen, frozen. What was it? A crucifixion so, ain't uh, no fiction. So called frozen, <laughs> chosen, frozen. Apologies given no, to whoever course. needs them, but they still got me like Jesus. You're right. Yeah. That's right. That was one day. What's his name? Chuck D? Chuck D, that's it. Now, of course, I'm the whitest white boy, so I never heard of them until uh, Do the Right Thing. Right. But that's all I needed to hear was that um, Fight the Power song to, like, well, you didn't Google things back then. I don't know how it happened, but I absolutely got into Public Enemy. And I, it, it was like, I got the record Fear of a Black Planet. Yeah, that's and I was a like, great... yeah, I, I have that. I, I have that. Oh, you have a little Fear of a Black Planet? That's a great album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so something's happening. I'm sorry. We should be a better movie show. It's uh, basically she's buying the circus. Clutch, and... I need to talk to you. Leave right a message, Officer Clutch. I need to talk to you right away. Leave a message after the tone. Four Star Depot is engaged in all sorts of illegal activity. for calling. Goodbye. That's the running gag. The cops never there. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Listen, I, I want to just, uh, saying, Michael, I just want to uh, say something to Michael Schlepp. Yeah. And I know I've said it before, but Michael, Michael, you've got talent, dude. Michael, break out on your own. Get, you've made your money. You've made your money, right? Yeah. Now you have creative freedom. Make that Titanic 3. No, Michael, stop. No, Michael Schlepp, listen to me. Listen, don't Michael Schlepp, don't listen. Don't listen to Carl. <laughs> listen to me. It's a dead end 
this thinks you're going to you're you're miring in mediocrity. Nobody's going to remember the name Michael Schlepp. Look, go to Bear Lizard Radio and listen to them rave about you. They spent ten minutes on you. Complimenting listen, Michael, you. don't listen to my colleague Carl. Watch the movie <laughs> Incredibles. Take notes and then come up with a movie called Incredibles Three. But the word Incredibles has quotation marks around it. <laughs> right. Yeah, the un uncredible. That's what you are currently, Michael. Please, Mr. Schlepp. Hey, Mr. Schlepp. He's in New York. He's in New York. I could probably if find him. If you're listening, you should really make the really good dinosaur movie. You know what I'm saying? The really good dinosaur? Yeah. There you go. Um, let's see. What's the opposite of Ice Age, right? Oh, yeah. Stone Age. Global Warning 3. <laughs> with the, the squirrel is after the, uh, the, the walnut. I heard a comedian, and I'm doing it to Carl, uh, who's here on Muni Radio, and said there were so many Ice Age movies. The most recent one took place during the present day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Might have been Land Before Time. A dinosaur movie taking place in the current day. It would be like an alligator. Uh, it would be birds, right? Wasn't there an alligator, uh, a modern-day dinosaur movie? Well, it's Jurassic Park, I guess. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Now, he's uh, blue, who has his blue balls, is discovering that <laughs> uh, Purple wants to go to the circus. So he's like, I'll get tickets. Really? I've never been. You should go. Uh, I should take you. Huh? Uh, you? I'll buy the ticket, and uh, we should go together to the circus. I like this movie. Uh, I don't know, Creeper. Most movies have like sound music playing behind the scenes, but not this one. Mm -hmm. Well, you just heard the bass line, right? Wow, that one. Yeah, that's exactly the one. Okay, there. Uh, this uh, Diesel has been running them out of business, and now here's the banker with the big, you know, like bad news. And uh, sure. Listen, about this month's loan payment. Da -da -da -da. See? So he's feeling the pressure. They really should have got John Mulaney to do this. I don't think they'd have the credit. Do you think John Mulaney would have done it? No. Of course not. I mean, I don't know him personally. Maybe a paycheck's a paycheck, but no, somehow I don't think he would have done it. I don't think it. a paycheck from these guys is going to be worth that much. I don't think Sparkplug is going to be like, here's 50000 Well, Trixie from Speed Racer did it. Trixie from Speed Racer? Oh, yeah. She... <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, all right. Cardone. Oh, Trixie from Speed Racer, eh? The original, no less. <laughs> Yeah, the original. Do you think, like, during the break, he's like, I should have been Rocky the Squirrel. Fucking June Foray took my shit. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. Oh, no, she's talking about June Foray again. Fucking oh, but I don't think kiss that, my ass. Um, like you were saying last show, I, kids won't get, I don't know, kids, but, you know, a 25-year-old, these references, Bullwinkle, what's that, you know? Well, it's a float in the parade on Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, it was a movie starring uh, Robert De Niro and uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh-huh, Bullwinkle. You ever see that live-action Bullwinkle? Yeah, it was terrible. I was in Chicago when they were filming that, and we were on this boat, 
going through those canals they have there, and we had to stop and wait for 40 minutes as they launched. Do you remember the car launches over the water? Among many things, yes. <laughs> yeah, so we, 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 we didn't even get to see it. It was like around the corner. Did you we see had Bullwinkle? to wait while they filmed that What's scene. What's Bullwinkle like? Was he nice? Did in he person? Your, yeah, in person. Did he sign your autograph? He snubbed me. He snubbed me. I Fuck don't know. Me. He turns up his nose, and all you see is that weird mouth he has. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and his pal, man. What a drug addict. Yeah. <laughs> That's really true. Being his friend was really a moose steak. <laughs> He's I a junkie, feel. too. He's like, hey, Rocky, watch me pull a clean needle out of my hat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, th- th- nobody will be getting what we're talking about. Even the live-action film we reference, people won't know. That live-action film consisted of like Whoopi Goldberg going, "You're you're the moose. I loved your show growing up." I mean, that was the actual dialogue. Everyone recognized. Yeah. It was that uh, fearless leader wanted to make shitty, bad entertainment on TV that idiots will like. And Rocky and Bullwinkle. It was a Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, it was for little kids. I think it, I think some of it. Like I, I tried to watch it in earnest. I mean, I thought it, I was very excited. There was a live action Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, me too. I went to it, and it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, I think that De Niro played Boris. No, he played uh, Fearless Leader. Oh, okay. it was Jason well, Alexander. Was the, okay, wait. I have to tell you now. The turtle is in the car. Oh, the turtle, yeah. He's inside of her. <laughs> so that head. little subplot she's finally figured out how to jump the ramp successfully and now the turtle goes for a ride every time the tortoise I should say turtles are in water and tortoise uh oh cop is here oh finally diesel is on a one car crime spree I'm here to investigate complaints of water down gas that must be an Italian car so many customers so I didn't tell you a little plot point earlier when Sparky was in the employee of the father he was always coming up with little ideas like uh, webcams so that people would know if the station was full or closed right so in the middle of the night uh, the little minions of Diesel watered down the gas and then Diesel whispered in the cop's ear he's got watered down gas exactly what she's guilty of He's testing the water now, uh, testing the gas now, and, right. and confirms Is that uh, our hero, the dad, Fender, see, he gets booted. Oh, the cops put a boot on him? It's degrading. Yeah. It's degrading. So he's getting the boot. Acu- you know, accused of the crime that she commits. Uh, she's a complex villain, and she's good. And uh, Michael Schlepp. Michael Schlepp. This, ev- this movie is evidence. You're bigger than this, man. You can do it. Here's the movie. You, it's you called branch out on your own. Frozen 2. You release it at the same time <laughs> Frozen 2 comes out. Listen to me, Michael Schlepp. Yeah, right. It there's, could be like... Uh, there's Roses, and it's the second time you made this. Frozen 2. <laughs> what? Not Frozen. Like, what would it be? Like, lukewarm? No, like... Uh, <laughs> Ice cold. What would... <laughs> Really cold. Yeah, right. I was, really cold. Really too. cold too. Yeah. Thirty-two degrees too. <laughs> okay, so now car's going to get rejected. Here on Friday. Yes. 
stash might be coming on Friday. Let's go Saturday. I'll just exchange the... No, I get it. Here, take the ticket. Go with Dash or not. Whatever. Good one. I'm proud of you. Yeah, he was a little prat. Uh, don't you're not going to put up with that. Oh, I would have I would have handled it much differently. I would have said, "I'm taking these circus tickets and a couple of prostitutes, and we're going to the circus." <laughs> Give me that ticket back. Prostitutes like circuses. You should know. Prostit- they do because there's prostitution rings, circus yeah. rings, circus rings, prostitution rings. So the bank is going to like foreclose and she's going to get the property and she's knocking down the okay so now uh sparky is letting it be known that he's got them on tape watering down the gas she's busted okay this is the last straw calling the cops can you get it? You get the joke. Yeah, because nine one one is a joke. I know who wanted to my Nine one one is a joke. <laughs> See, what's funny is it is a literal callback. <laughs> oh God! Right. When it takes uh, I did that in an open mic set. Uh, the joke didn't really. I, I, told, I was telling my jokes, and then I said, I called my wife, but I got her voicemail, so I left a message. And then I went on with my jokes. And then later in the set, I said, my wife um, called me back. And then I go, that's a callback. <laughs> Some people chuckled, but it didn't. That was a callback to your died. first joke when you called your wife. Yeah. yeah. Right, which wasn't a joke. It was just a call, and then I got a call back, and then I say that was a callback, and uh, people were just, I don't know. I appreciate I appreciate your humor, Carl. It's keeping me awake right now. <laughs> oh, look There's at that. There's been 8 off. million jokes that have died at the open mic. Oh, my God. Every week I write five minutes and, like, three works. You know, so you keep them in the bucket, but uh, there's so many jokes that have not worked. My the God. worst is, like, you try a joke out. And not only does it not work, but people, like, remember that joke. And you're like, oh, no. Don't, no, I tried it. It didn't work. Don't remember it. Yeah, that's right. One time uh, I got a bunch of people together to watch Fish Burgers. They just happened to be over Tom Kroll's house. And remember that? I don't know if you remember it. You weren't on the show at the time. I, I go to the AP, ATM, and it humiliates me because... You know, like I, I asked to take out $200 and it's like, uh, you need to get a job. Yeah, no, I, I've seen that. This is, we're referring to a uh, public access television show shot in New Jersey 20 years ago. Yeah, I remember that. But I mean, the, the, that show had like Saddam Hussein fighting the Terminator. And I mean, there were a million great bits in that Fishburgers episode. But the, Tom Kroll's friends, every time they see me, they go, hey, yeah, I can relate to that ATM joke. That's the lamest joke. That's the lamest. We were playing tennis with like uh, the beach ball. And there was funny stuff in that, you know, Sonny fell. I, I slipped down the stairs in that episode. And uh don't remember my worst joke. I remember you falling down the stairs. That was pretty funny. It acts as if it's the best joke. So this is Diesel is like goading Sparky right now. Well, right now it's one more time he's going to get his tag. And could take a better 
paying job at one of my other companies. So he goes to get his pay, and it's once again, you owe, you owe, you owe. And he's like, I quit. And she's like, well, you can't quit. You owe me 40 bucks. And so now she's, you know, she's got Sparky by the ball. So she's offering Sparky a job at one of her other companies. It happens to be the circus. And Weird. we're going to we're all we're leading up to the tragic moment at the circus. This is now, okay, this is now, where this is where uh, Dick Grayson Carr's parents get shot while they were doing a, and he becomes Bat Robin. Dick Grayson, right? Dick yeah. Grayson, that was Robin. That was Robin. He uh, was he was an acrobat's son, and he was at the circus. Right. But his parents, the Flying Grayson, said. Well, we don't want to pay this protection money that you're talking about. We're just good on his acrobats. And Weasley McGee was like, okay, I'm going to cut the rope. <laughs> cut the rope. And That's then there was right. that, that Batman episode where Robin confronts Greasy. I'm going to punch your face in. Robin, don't do it. Come yeah. on, Batman, this is your dream. I know, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of bullshit. And then when that Robin became like Nightwing or whatever, he had to go to the circus and find another Robin or something. I was not a DC guy. I read the Marvel comics. I mean, I bumped into the DC ones and like there would be some, um, you know, how they would release the big books that were compilations of old. That's the ones I catch up with. Right. Well, oh, you catch up, but I would be introduced for the first time, you know. That's how I knew Action Comics and Right. Let's... Okay, so here they are at the circus and um Purple Car has ditched uh Dash for Blue Ball's car. And the father's there in his boot and everything. Can I can I ask you uh, a question? Yeah. When is this D V D menu gonna stop so I can make a selection? <laughs> right. I, I've had enough of this can you, take, can you take the CD-ROM out of the fucking DVD player, please? So there's the banker. We have all of our cast assembled. Right, all 12 of them. Now we find out that she's bought the circus. And she's not going to have this traditional act that they all love with the spinning cups and everything. She's going to have Sparky and the traditional act, Delilah... Well, you'll see in a minute. But why? It's like a death-defying Why, scene. oh, why? Delilah. Oh, here we go. What? And we're going to have Sparky here suck his own dick. What? What? Whoa. Get out of here. I got to see now, this. No, I wanted to see Otto Cungunalingus. <laughs> you're going to show me. Otto Felicio. It's a car blowing himself. <laughs> Which is something that's possible. Yeah, the like cars Autoconolingus. I guess you could do autoconolingus. You would just have to be right. I don't think you can reach. I mean, uh, I, I don't have the right equipment. But okay, so they're on this um, treadmill. Yes. And they have to speed up because if they slow down, they'll go uh, backwards into the jaws of death. Ooh, it's with vertical sideways closers to make it even more intimidating. And so this is what uh, Michael Schlepp has given us, death in a kid's show. Oh, it's more peril. This is nothing that you haven't seen Penelope go through. It's like those cliffhangers, like those serial movies. Um, 
you might be right about Penelope because she was like tied to the track. Yeah. No, but that was live action, uh, silent movie stuff. Uh, uh, Penelope Pitstop was Penelope Pitstop Oh, that races. is what you're talking about? No, the, I was talking about Perils of, I, was, I was thinking more Perils of Penelope The old, like, silent movie thrillers Perli- Perils of Perli- uh, Perils of Okay, but that wasn't a cartoon uh, No, it wasn't But it was the same idea Like, it was meant for kids And I don't know if those old-timey movies were meant for kids But they just, they hit the They became part of kids' culture no, it was well. They did like Channel Nine after uh, Channel Nine. Saturday morning cartoon. Well, they would do like they would say, "Well, it's an old timey movie. It's for kids. It's a silent movie. Silent movies are for kids." And you know, right. So that's why you should. Okay, watch so Birth there's a Nation. button that stops the treadmill, and the father is trying to save his son's life. And do you remember that, for no reason, explosive material at the gas station? Yes, you mentioned that. Why? What yeah. does that have so to do with this scene? Michael Schlepp is going to save them from death by doing a massive explosion in a children's movie. Listen, Schlepp, don't listen to Carl. I want to see <laughs> Spider-Stan into the Spider-Stan-verse. Right, Spider Sanders. Okay, so here comes the toxic explosive chemicals barrel rolling. The gas pump listened to the dad and rolled it. That truck with the chandelier candles, that's the banker? No, the banker's the blue car. That chandelier one I sort of overlooked. He's part of that surfer dude situation. Uh, Now watch, he's going to... Flick it. Yeah. But why doesn't it blow up when he's flicking it? Because those are some strong fins. But right when they hit the machinery, they it instantly blows up. Boom! Gnarly! Catch Everybody a wave! Saved. Yeah. Well, the can- I might be wrong about that candelabra car. It might be part of the circus. I wish my brother uh, George was here. Do you think they moved the camera for the explosion? Because yeah, they shook the camera, right? Yeah, same buddy. <laughs> they were filming the, the 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 monitor screen, and they shook the camera. Uh, hey, oh, so this is her. She she's gonna get her come up and sound. Yeah, she was foiled, but now they're tearing it down. Right. They're destroying his 50-year sign. Been up for 50 years. What does that even mean? Is it Sonoka? How can they see it in the tent? I don't know. Because that was outside. Oh, yeah, there's a little Right, the tent was, it was, it was far away. It was a long drive. And then somehow it's now next to the gas station. I don't understand that. But, and look, they're chopping up the gas station, like, using violence. Look, he's got a gun. Yeah. Incho. For poisoning my gas. Oh, right now he's saying, I'm arresting Diesel. And they're like, for this, for that, for all these crimes. He goes, no, her registration has expired. It's a funny <laughs> Her blink single is broken. Right. Now we're getting our epilogue. I'm playing the cars on this freeway. The Doppler effect. Sorry, I about the boat. Oh, he is a boyo. 
Officer Irish now, Car. The ramp has been opened, and Sparky's got his wish. He can now. This car's like, give me your healthy gas. And the gas pump, who I didn't tell you about the setup, he doesn't yeah. want to be alone. Right. They took uh, Diesel's gas pump, and now he has a friend, a girlfriend. Oh. So Sparky got his chance to go on the highway because they opened up Route 40, and now he can go like 70 miles per hour one of his big dreams and he's going to come back and go eh it was a little boring <laughs> oh now we're now we're going to see the good kids ramp stuff pay off okay cool father-son uh, resolution. I guess you were right about a bunch of stuff, Dad, and I just had to find out for myself. I should have listened to you all along, that kind of thing. All right, I just got my, uh, I just refilled my prescription while on the phone. So this is a bit of a very uh -huh. productive movie. Very good, very yeah. good. So getting your to-do list done. Yeah, hey, you could thank my low blood pressure because of this movie look at this how do they even draw it where do they get the kids where do they have the car you know see holding a crayon <laughs> so I, now it's like would you ride with me with me until the strap hits to a fart oh it's he said fart it's like a fake wedding thing yeah you know? like, would you be my partner on the road yeah until we fart I don't know. It's weird that they know wedding vows or that they fart. I've heard cars backfire. Okay, here's finally the payoff of the ramp. They're going to kick those British claymation cars' ass. Whoa. Is there a turtle in there? No. There should have been. Yeah. A little payoff would hurt. Right. It really... I don't know what you're thinking, Michael Schlepp, but... I know what you're thinking, Michael Schlepp. One point zero one Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah, remember Ten, Disney itself did one hundred and five Dalmatians. Yeah, gonna make can, a coat. Right, it was a coat, and then like a oh, here we go. Well, thank you guys. We did it. We talked over a movie <laughs> starring Corrine Orr, who was Trixie. Do do do. Animated by James Vidal. The brother. Background by nobody. By Getty Images. Wow, Carl, we did it. Yeah. We I don't know if you're proud, but you sound proud. I'm not proud. What'd you think of that? Oh my god, the end credits are even cheaper than the movie. <laughs> yeah. What'd you think of um, uh, Carr's life too? I think that it shows Michael Schlepp's potential as an independent individual. 
And uh, I think that this should be his, uh, uh, you know, he should come out of the chrysalis and turn into a butterfly now, I feel. Well, that's a really good That's a really good point. <laughs> He's been germinating in there for a long time. There's been so many Pixar movies released since this. I have, where's Wall <laughs> F? Uh, <laughs> yeah, where's Wall F? <laughs> Good one. Let's just slept. Keep Not doing where, what you're doing. Oh, you're thinking of where Waldo. Uh, what was that movie called? Oh, Wall Wally. E. Wally, that's right. Wall F. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. There's the movie Brave. We could do like uh, Braver. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brave. What? Milan, right? Yeah. Uh, My I can't lawn. think of what. My lawn. It's a girl. High lawn. <laughs> wow. We got. We have notes, Michael Schlepp. Uh, you should talk yeah. to us. Listen, Michael Schlepp. Good job. Good job. This he was keeps a good saying job. That. I mean, it's you know. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mike, you come out on your own. I'll support you. Uh, I live right here in Jersey, very close to Manhattan. I will <laughs> get your back, buddy. <laughs> uh, you can do water, man. Well, all right. I am so glad. Yeah, you can come by and do Carl's show about a stream of water as a, is he a <laughs> cop or a private detective? He is. Uh, well, that's the thing. He's a cop. And then the pilot episode, he becomes a superhero. That's, it's his origin story Ooh. without telling his origin. It's very funny. You have a stream of water going inside a kitchen while smashing up shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's all shot. It's in the editing stage right oh, now. Oh, I'm really excited. I'm excited. And I did, I did the voiceover stuff. And oh, yeah. You're, uh, people say you're a regular forward. Michael Schlepp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So moving forward, uh, next week's movie. I would like to do this film. Uh, I don't have a trailer, but I have a three-minute clip from Warner Archives. It's a movie from 1980 called Simon. Okay, 1980. Yeah, Simon. Simon. Yeah. And this is Alan uh, Arkin, who I think they they strip him of his humanity. They they do an experiment where he ceases to be, I don't remember. So let's listen to this clip. Alan Arkin. What yeah. what's what what do I search for? Simon preview clip Warner Archives. Warner I should find it. I'll wait for you. Okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. All right, that's it. Who I am and why I've been sent here to live among you. And the answer is This is great, simple. Alan Arkin, thank you. Things here are just not working out very well. Your jobs are boring, your food is bland. Your water's polluted and your relationships don't work. Is that not right? And the question is, how have things come to such a sorry state of affairs? I will tell you. There is too much bad stuff around. Bad food, bad drink, bad art, bad ideas. Everything's all clogged up. So what we're going to do is we're going to get rid of all the bad stuff, and that will be a very good beginning. Now, I have your list of things which I'd like written in the Constitution immediately, after which I promise you your lives will be less tense and more rewarding. One, Wallace Shawn is music in, it. in elevators, airports, restaurants, and other public rooms will cease immediately. Two, no more children or animals may be used to sell products. Three, lawyers who lose cases will go to jail with their clients. Night. No doctor may write a diet book. Any doctor who does will immediately lose his license and become a dentist. Five. 
I think we don't really need a House of Representatives and a Senate. The Romans didn't have one, so let's just have a Senate, okay? Which reminds me, I think it would be a very good idea from now on all politicians who appeared in public wore a cone-shaped party hat. Not bad, huh? <laughs> Six, pollution. Anybody who owns a factory that makes radioactive waste has to take it home at night with him to his house. Seven, good one. Anybody who says, I'm trying to get centered, you are invading my space, or far out will be fined $50. Wow, that's a lot of money back then. I feel Simon is basically expressing the unconscious wishes of the public, basically. What are your feelings on that, Senator? Dick Havoc. <laughs> I think the fellow's dangerous. Dick Cavett, wow. Look, that politician was wearing a pointy hat. <laughs> Very good. Party hat. Ooh, he's on the cover of Rolling Stone and Hunter Thompson wrote it. Oh, he's in a lot of popular magazines. So Dick Cavett in person once. He was ancient. William Buckley. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this... Oh, here we go. You have to go more slowly. Because you're going to disturb Oh, I like that actor. You're upset, Carl. I understand. You like Carl? I just think we should meet and go over your material before you broadcast. I know his face. No, that's but... quite impossible. Why? Because now I have to speak with someone in authority. I'm in authority. Yes, Carl, of course you are. That's why I want you to set up a meeting with the president, the Chinese premier, the pope, and Walter Cronkite. Oh, yes, man. Oh, too. God, my sides. That Walter Cronkite reference really just... So that's the movie. It came out in 1980. Marshall Brickman, who uh, was best known for co-writing Annie Hall. Uh, he's also a noted filmmaker himself. Uh, wrote and directed this movie. I think it's like they convince a man he's an alien. Uh-huh. And it doesn't look good. But I'd never heard of it, and <clears throat> it came out in 1980. I shouldn't have remembered it. That, yeah, that's opposite your premise. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, I could always change the movie, but that's no, like, no, no. I like this Alan Arkin, Wallace Shawn. This want, is going to be good. It's a, but it's a comedy. We can't riff comedies. Well, uh, we could give me a us, chance. Give me a chance. with the Cars Life too. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that has been our show. I hope you enjoyed the uh, the experience as much as we didn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a weird little movie but now I know what to expect when I go into say Cars Life 3 uh, we are L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T you can find us on Twitter on on your podcast everywhere around the internet and the world uh, Carl and I will be back next Sunday any exciting shows that people should know about yeah that radio contest cancelled will I what? ever win yeah, so, technically so we're looking lost. forward to hosting Scotty's, that's all. Yeah, and actually my show at 8 o'clock on Monday is canceled. We have a new show Aww. called like High Times or something, uh, Spirit something. Sounds good. High Spirits, I believe it's called. Uh, okay. That's happening on Monday at 8. So no longer will I have to hang around the station on a Monday night. Carl, what a pleasure. Um, I hope you had a good time. Thank you so much. Me too. Yeah, same here. And thank you, audience, as thank always. You. And we'll be back next Sunday, 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm and as well as the podcast L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Uh, see ya. Bye. Thanks, Mike. Thank Bye. you, audience. Bye-bye.
restaurants downtown, turning your frown around, and like everybody, all's countdown. <laughs> hey, I'm ready to crumble. Now let's watch a full-length Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. been listening to women's magazine here on mutiny radio.fm i'm global val thank you so much for tuning in of course the music that we were listening to here is from brother spellbinder um and uh it's an exciting time to be alive so i feel like i should read you a little poem as well um because although i myself uh well let's see do i have time to read this hmm it's kind of a long one how about this? We'll end with, with this. Because I know that you're out there and you, you're dreaming. Uh, I know I'm dreaming. So here we go. Visions awaken. Visions awaken through inspiration. Open your eyes. Seek and find what you wish to be. Call to the far reaches. The echo is destiny. Pump love and passion even to the, into the faintest notion of what could be. A colorful yarn unraveling to unleash your story. A call and response of your dreams and reality. Peace to you all. I'm Global Val. Stay tuned. The Common Thread Collective is coming up next. Um, lots of love. Stay, stay strong. Stay healthy. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like... Running for Congress and winning. Who knows? Inspiration is contagious. Peace. Thank you. Stay tuned.
Ребятушка, я могу говорить, давай. Я могу, могу. говорить. of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. 
But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. Wow! We're starting it out with feedback. Does anybody want to say anything? Anybody have any feedback for me? Anybody? No? Good. Got the peanut gallery over here. Yeah! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yay! That is an appropriate amount of clapping. You guys are cool. I like you. It's good. You're in for it. It's going to be a great night. I'm very excited. Uh, It's actually going to be an insane 25 hours of comedy coming to you over the next five days. What? Are you going to lose your mind? If you're listening on the radio, everything will be okay. Uh, Well, so everything is being podcast and streaming live. So that's all wonderful that will be happening. And uh, we have so many comedians, 37 comedians from all over the United States. But right now, (laughs) it's uh, the locals only show. So it's people who live here in San Francisco or have lived here in the past. We actually have returning comedian Kevin Monroe. He lived here for many years. He's back. Yay! Uh, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I don't know. I don't know how to. Oh, this is so sweet. Jen Arrows. Yeah, uh, we'll 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 do uh, we'll do thank yous at the beginning. Why not? We have all our amazing mutiny volunteers all week that are helping us out. We got Jen at the door. We got George G. Smith behind the boards. Hell yeah! Uh, so it's going to be a great week, and we're going to have a really great time. Uh, I'll tell you guys a few jokes. Uh, yeah, you do, those are those are weed treats. They have lots of marijuana in them. That's how I bribe people to being my friends. Is that everybody else does that? No one else super stoner? You guys super stoners? You do not look like stoners. You guys look like you look like closet stoners. You look like you like I wouldn't tell anybody that I I'm a smart person. I don't smoke marijuana. No, it's fine. I'm I have you ever see I know you're not a stoner cuz I I've smoked so much weed that I've forgotten how my own shower works. Has anyone done that? I've lived in my house for seven years now, and I forgot how my shower worked because I was so high. It's like being a guest in your own home. It's like it's like Airbnb yourself. <laughs> it's like I don't know how this works. I'm burning up cold. Why? Lived there. My cat's like, dude, how do you not know how to do this? I'm like, why are you talking to me? Do you smoke that much weed? You don't? I didn't think so. It's cool. This is not a weed show. This is a local show. But yay, we're sponsored by Spark. And weed is legal. This is death. I'm just so excited about marijuana. It's like marijuana church up in here. There's two things I believe in. One, smoking marijuana all the time. And two, the equality of women. Anybody? Yeah! Both of those things. Pretty fucking awesome. I believe in equality uh, in a new special way. In that uh, I watch a lot of PG-13 movies from you know the 90s on and we all know that we get to see side boob right no nip lots of 180 percent side boob no nip pg-13 totally fine right so what i'm saying is i'd like some equality in filmmaking and i want to see some side scrote 
Okay? So what I want is like your balls are cupped and your dick is hard. So all you see is that weird fleshy part in between, sometimes hairy, sometimes not. I feel like it's going to be great for like older actors because they can really show off their scrot. You know, like um, there's going to be a cool Martin Scorsese film or like maybe a Francis Ford Coppola film. Is he still alive? I don't know. It's like, it'll be like, it'll be like the Godfather. It'll be Nick Cage as the Godfather. He'll be coming out of a pool and his balls will be dipped in the water and his dick will be outside like off the steps and we'll see this beautiful like stained glass window through his scrot, you know, with like the veins. Nobody wants to see this beautiful shot. This is equality, everyone. Side boobs, just fine, but side scrot, no. What's wrong with you people? This is San Francisco. This is a scrot-friendly place. <laughs> it's not scrot-friendly anymore. Man, I've seen so much silver, so much piercing on so many scrotes. I have a theory. I have a theory that the size of your dick is inversely proportionate to the amount of piercings in it. Is this just a San Francisco theory that no one else is working off of? It's just hey, we're going to take a poll. It's local. Uh, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. Precept of feminism, I think. I don't read. I don't know what feminism is. Come on. I'm kidding. I do read. I'm a, I, I was taught to read. I'm a real woman. Oh, wait, that's the bad... Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't... I shouldn't read. I don't think. I know. Bad, bad lady. Get back in the kitchen. I love making pot treats. Did I already say that? They're so delicious. I just... Being high all the time just helps me forget all the misogyny that's rampant in my social, social society circles world. San Francisco, equal place. We're going to get started right now with your first comedian. He is a San Francisco local. He's an amazing human being. He's actually the founder of the F-bomb comedy train. <gasps> toot, toot, ow, beep, beep. There's no beeping, but he's amazing. Put your hands together right now, everybody, for Marty Cuddy. All right, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We are starting it off right. All right. Let me tell you about myself. I'm a traveling man. I actually just flew back from Columbia, and boy, is my nose tired. Uh, seriously, they really like cocaine down there. Um, it's no joke. A lot of people don't believe me that uh, it was actually the first time I'd ever tried cocaine was in Columbia. Uh, yeah. You're really excited about that. Uh, <laughs> no, most people don't believe me because most people are trying to buy it off of me most of the time. Uh, I just have that certain je ne sais quoi. Uh, Tuesday night at uh, 6 p.m. Oh, yeah, he's probably got an eight ball on him. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's probably dealing right now. Uh, no, but... I, I don't know. The first time I tried it, I had been drinking all day, and I was like, you know, when in Rome, you do some blow, right? Like, that's, that's how the saying goes. That's what they say. And so I thought to my I was like, all right, let's throw down. The guy, guy puts out a line for me. I do the line, and then all of a sudden, I'm sober. Um, <laughs> what kind of bullshit drug is this? <laughs> I was enjoying that drunk cocaine. I spent a long time. I spent eight hours and like $80 on that drunk. Spent eight, another $80 in five seconds getting sober. And now I'm just pissed off at 4 a.m. Wanting to talk to people about the intricacies of independent wrestling. Like reciting entire episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nobody wants to hear that shit. 
that's a Wednesday night for free activity. That's not a Sunday morning $160 activity, okay? No. Nah, fuck that shit. Uh, I, th- I did enjoy Columbia, though. There was a lot to learn down there about the cultural barrier, about the langu- language barrier. Uh, for example, I went to order some black beans, and I said, uh, did anyone here speak Spanish? Do we have any? S- habla, habla. Yeah, no soy. Uh, <laughs> I do not speak Spanish. So everything was a struggle with Google Translate, and just... Uh, I went to order black beans. I said, uh, quiero uh, frijoles and words. Um, <laughs> if you don't habla espanol, the word, is, word for black beans is frijoles negros, okay? And so I just was so blocked up, I couldn't even say it. Uh, I went to go uh, to buy a wife beater, and I put that into Google Translate, and I asked the lady at the store for... Uh, Donde esta los esposas batadores? Uh, now, if, again, if you don't speak Spanish, I asked her, where are your domestic abusers? Uh, when you think about it, that's exactly what I was asking her. That is a weird thing we do, guys. We named a piece of clothing after like the worst stereotype we could think of of somebody who wears it, right? The wife beater. Like, can you you just think about it? We call it a wife beater. Like, everyone else in every other country calls it, like, a ribbed tank top. And uh, I didn't realize how weird it was until I asked that question. And so I was like, you know what? Let's keep this train rolling. Let's name some more pieces of clothing after crazy stereotypes of the people wearing them, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Let's think. Instead of Capri pants, we'll just call them Euro tourists. Yeah? Uh, instead of Birkenstocks, we'll just call them old lesbians. Uh, instead of wrist sleeves, we'll call them scar hiders. Uh, ugh. <laughs> uh, instead of Crocs, we'll call them serial virgins. Uh, instead of... Uh, I don't know, bolo ties. We'll call them outspoken racists. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I never seen them like, yep, that's what we'll call them. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's what, you nailed it right on the head, buddy. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. Hey, guys, have you heard the news? Uh, the news about the Jews. Um uh, it was in Facebook. Uh, Facebook was in the news recently for, it was right after the Charlottesville protests. There was. It is true what many of you have heard. The machines have gathered an army, and as I speak, that army is drawing nearer to our home. (laughs) Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us, but if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here before you now, truthfully unafraid, Why? Because I believe something you do not? No. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. 
I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. I remember that for 100 years they have sent their armies to destroy us. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! I'ma take a picture, cause I'm the type of baby that's gonna fuck the babysitter. I just did a show and put up laughing on the hate niggas. Them bitches hit me, they drop fast, I'm on these rapper niggas' ass. I put in 40 out, he better have an angel with him. He tryna book me for a show, you gotta pay me for I go and feed the family. I ain't got no time to play with what you see. I see these niggas think they tough, you play with me, you know it's up. You think it's sweet, then call my bluff and I'ma spank him. Yeah, all them niggas and whoever they got hanging with them. I'ma die of old age whenever I die. Don't do Walk down on that nigga. Fuck the drive-by. Yeah. His came in with me, but she ain't mine. She not high. Free my cousin till he free. He doing time. Let him free. I'm the mouth, mouth best, but I'm not Cali. We the best. She like how I be dressed and ain't no salad. Uh-huh. Can't fuck with her. She messy. That's a hazard. Oh, no. Tell the ref to blow the whistle. That <laughs> Fuck all that talking. We about action. What we about? You got a son. You play with me. Your son the bastard. <laughs> that nigga tripping. Why he laughing? Nah, that's fucked up, bro. You ain't have to goddamn bring the kids into it. You know I ain't come to play this TV. I'm snapping off the rip. Yo, say I'm a favorite nigga. Huh. You probably don't want to let your baby mama take a picture. Cause I'm the type of baby that's gonna fuck the babysitter. I just did a show and put up laughing on the hate nigga. Huh. Them bitches hit me, they drop ass. I'm on these rapper niggas' ass. I put it 40 out. He better have an angel with him. Hey. Fuck all them niggas and whoever they got hanging with him. Come on, man.